0: Yeah. We are very excited to celebrate these new beginnings, these new creation testimonies. Uh, I want to say a couple things as I prepare you for the Scripture, and then we're going to come right back up and do some baptisms. I think we have over 40 baptisms today, around 45 baptisms today, so that's pretty wonderful. Yeah, amen. In Calvary, we keep speaking this over you. We, we keep saying, you know, you're a soul-winning church. Amen? And I want you to do the math that between January and we're not even in April yet, you have seen almost 200 people receive Jesus, and we'll have about 110 people that have gone through water baptism in four months. That's pretty awesome. We need to celebrate that. Amen. That's Jesus doing something, right? Your church is alive. Your church is doing what God has called it to do. And I hope that you feel a part of that. You are not a spectator. Amen. You're a participant, this is your body that you're a part of, and we get to partner with Jesus into helping people's lives start over again. Amen? Isn't that great? I'm excited about that. All right. So I want to say this, though. I am not about programs dictating the move of God in a service. So, you might say, well, I didn't sign up for water baptism, but as I'm watching and hearing and in this atmosphere, you know, I I feel as if I'm ready. I'm ready to make a public declaration of faith in Christ, which is what baptism is all about, by the way, because we privately receive Jesus. Maybe they're in your seat, maybe in your bedroom, maybe driving in your car. God God can come into your life anywhere, isn't that awesome? But these moments where we come and we allow ourselves to surrender and submit our outward flesh and to say, God, before others, I am decreeing and declaring that I am not the same person I used to be. Old things are passed away. Behold, see, look, all things have become new. You may say today that I'm ready just because you didn't sign up on the app or just because you didn't sign up ahead of time, you're not on the program, let me say this. You are the program today. You are the story today. And you are invited at any time. You are invited at any time to come and get, go to one of these starting point booths over here and they will get you a t-shirt and they'll get you in the water and you'll have your public day of declaration as well. So just allow God to speak to you today and just be obedient to whatever he says. Is that all right? All right. All right, open up your Bibles, if you would please, to the book of Galatians today. I'm going to give you a short message as we set the tone and the atmosphere, the purpose and meaning for today. I just have two verses, which for those of you that come know that that's unusual for me. (laughs) Typically, I have two books of the Bible to preach to you in a sermon. But today I have two verses, well, two passages of verses, I should say. I want to be honest. And I really felt like the Lord took me a different route than normal in wanting to share with you about water baptism today. And Maybe today will inspire you to make that decision, even to give your life to Jesus for the first time, or maybe to move to the next level and go through water baptism. Maybe it'll awaken many of us who've been water baptized, but it was so many years ago you forgot the power and potency of that moment. And we want the Lord to remind you of the joy of your salvation and the meaning of you are immersed into Christ. Amen? That hasn't changed. Amen? Even if it was 20 years ago, how many of you know God is eternal? The work of God in your life doesn't grow old, it doesn't grow stale, it doesn't have an exploration date. Praise God! Amen? All right, Galatians chapter 2. Galatians chapter 2. We'll start here. Verse 19. Galatians chapter 2, verse 19 for when I tried to keep the law, it condemned me." Now, uh, Paul is writing here about the Jewish law and how that was the perfect law of God, the expectations of God. And how many of you know all of us fall short of the glory of God and the perfect law that God created? We can't measure up in our own strength. We cannot save ourselves. We can't make ourselves good enough or behave enough. We need a Savior. We needed someone to take our place in our punishment. And so Paul is saying that here. He said, when I tried to keep that law, it condemned me because he couldn't keep it. So I died to the law. I stopped trying to meet all of its requirements so that I might live for God. This is the verse that really was ringing in my heart for this whole week. Now, please read this. Those of you getting baptized, listen. Listen to this sentence. Listen to what's happening today with eyes of faith. For my old self has been crucified with Christ. My old sinful self, my old rebellious self, my old self filled with death has been crucified with Christ it is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. Today, I really felt strongly to declare over over you your identity. Because really that's what this baptism moment is about. It's about shedding an old identity, being immersed into a new identity, And that is now who you are. That is now who you are. Amen? Amen? For I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer Kevin Kringle who lives. It is Christ who lives in me through me. Your potential, your future, your capacity is now all in Christ not in your family line, not in your heritage, not in your old sins or addictions or story of the past. You have been inserted into a new line, into a new heritage, into a new image, into a new hope, into a new future in Christ, in Christ, in Christ. The old you has been crucified, put to death, and you have been placed into Christ. It is now Christ who lives in you and through you. You live now in Christ. Amen. It is no longer I who lives, but Christ lives in me. So I live in this earthly body, trusting in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not treat treat the grace of God as meaningless, for if keeping the law could have made us right with God, then there was no need for Christ to die. Amen. The Lord gave me a sentence that I want to help us with today. It's a, a unique way to say something, so I want you to write it down in your notes, if you would. I'll give it to you in a minute. Too many times, Christianity in America seems like people are adding Christianity to their, like, you know, their personality. Or to, you know, they're adding Christianity to who they are. I'm this per- I'm a business person. I'm a teacher. I'm a dad. I'm a sports person. I'm a, you know, I'm a this, I'm a that, and I'm a Christian. I, I add Christianity to me. I, I receive Jesus into my life. Listen to how I just said that. I receive Jesus into my life. So basically, you're saying I made space for Jesus somewhere in my busy life. I made, I made some room for Him in my fame. I made some room for Him in my plans. I made some room for Him once a week. I made some room for Him. I received Him and inserted Him into my life. And I felt the Lord say this week, that is incorrect. We do not receive Jesus into our life. He receives us into his life. You do not give him a little place in your life. You place your entire life into him, into his fullness, into his image, into his power, into his lordship. Amen. Man, that was worth the day. If you ever wanted to tweet something, you tweet like the spirit and the dove is tweeting for you there. Faith is not about receiving Christ into our life, but rather He receiving us into His life. I have this little image here to help me out with water baptism today, this little vase of water, pitcher of water. And I brought a little figurine to symbolize us. This is Thanos, for those of you in the Marvel Universe, <laughs> Thanos. I'm about to baptize Thanos. <laughs> now, my kids were like, Dad, you can't use Thanos. He's a bad guy. And I was like, that's the point of the illustration. Amen. Right. Come on. You're like, you can't baptize Thanos. He's too bad. I mean, Thanos snapped his fingers and half the universe disappeared, my friends. That's a bad guy. But what if Thanos found Jesus? I know this sounds like such a... (laughs) Come on. Come on. Let me be a teacher. Let me use an illustration today. What if Thanos found Jesus? What if, he, what if he gave his life to Christ, right? Now, here's the baptism story. Ready? He doesn't receive Jesus into his life. He is placed into the life of Christ. You see that? So when you are baptized into Christ, you see, here's the, here's the limitation of water baptism that we see here. Because the word baptized means to immerse, place entirely into. Are you seeing this? The limitation of this baptism is that we are bound legally to pull you out of the water. And so, too many times, people leave their baptism somewhere in the past as if it was a moment or just an act of obedience rather than the image it was meant to be. When you have been placed, when your life, the wicked, evil, rebellious, arrogant, you thought yourself to be God life, when you place all of that into Christ, you stay there. It is no longer you who lives, it is Christ who lives in you. Do you see this? So when people come to accuse you and say, you're just Thanos, I know you, you snapped your fingers and made half of the world disappear. You are a terrible person. You are this. You know, my friend, that person is dead and gone. That person doesn't exist anymore. All that remains is Christ, is Christ in you. When the devil tells you, who are you? You can't pray. See, now you are immersed in Christ. To the heavenlies, you look like Jesus. You are the body of Christ, my friend. You say, who am I to ask God for great things? My past, my addictions, the pain I caused the world. Stop seeing yourself for who you were. Who you were has been crucified and put to death. You have been immersed. You have been placed into Christ, and you remain in Christ. Are you hearing me today? You are immersed into His identity, into His potential, into His capacity. Amen. Faith is not about us receiving Christ into our life, but rather He receiving us into His life. Let me say it like this. I love this. You can write some of these phrases down. Our death is now consumed by His life. Our death is consumed by life. Thank you, Jesus. Isn't that awesome? Amen. My friend, let us celebrate this today. Our weakness is consumed by His strength. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. you say, but I'm not strong. I'm not strong enough to de- resist the devil. You are in Christ. Amen. And when you are in Christ, you can resist the devil, and he has to flee from you. Amen. Yes, Come on. Your weakness has now been placed into His strength. See, He received you. You didn't receive Him, He received you into Himself. Amen. Amen. Our lostness is immersed into His identity. You are no longer a sinner. You are now in Christ, a new creature. You may still sin at times, but you're a son or a daughter. Amen. And being a son or a daughter, you don't have sin no longer has dominion over you. You have the ability to resist the devil. You have the ability to say no to sin and to live a righteous life. Amen. Your unholiness is immersed into his holiness, and he now makes you holy. Amen. And I love this final one. And there's so many more you could probably write songs about it. Our defeat is immersed into His victory. Our defeat is immersed into His victory. Amen. He receives you into His victory. The reason I say that is I just want to challenge you today, whether you're getting baptized, or you've been baptized, or you make a decision to be baptized today. There's… why would you want to put one foot in and one foot out? Why do you want to play games and to somehow fit Jesus into your life? My friend, the way this thing works properly is to let yourself go completely in. To let yourself be old self be crucified and put to death. I want no relationship with my old self. I don't, I, I'm not going to limit myself to my old self. My old self doesn't make me who I am anymore. My identity now is I am in Christ. I am a new creature old things passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Do you see that? Don't play games with your Christianity. Don't play games with God. Don't sit there and try to just have a little bit of Jesus in your life. My friend, you go all in. You go diving in. You swim into the deep water, and you'll find the life that He has for you. So many times, the reason people don't enjoy their Christianity is they're not doing it right. They're creating their own form of Christianity, this kind of half-hearted. That doesn't even exist. Just because you call it Christianity doesn't make it Christianity. Exactly. Giving your life to Christ, completely surrendering everything Amen. to Christ, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Keep nothing out of that water. Amen? Amen. Keep nothing out of that water. And my friends, those who are getting baptized, when you come up out of that water and I make you a promise, we will bring you out. Don't think that somehow that was just a moment, just some tradition of man. See yourself and your old self and your old identity. It's in that water. It stays in that water. Amen? Amen? And you are immersed into Christ and is no longer the old you that lives, but it is Christ in you that lives. Isn't that awesome? Last verse. Galatians chapter 3, just one chapter over. Galatians chapter 3, verse 27 and 28. And all who have been united with Christ in baptism have put on Christ. Do you see that? This isn't Pastor Kevin making stuff up. Like this is me reading the Scriptures to you. All who have been united with Christ in baptism have put on Christ like putting on new clothes. There is no longer... Jew or Gentile, slave or free, male or female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. All those labels, all those identities, all those positions and titles of humanity, all of those things are washed away. All of those things are immersed, and you have one identity. You have a new position. You, are, you have put on Jesus Christ. You have been baptized and immersed into Jesus Christ, like putting on new clothes. That is who you are. That is who you are.